Welcome to the Dirt Reporters podcast for the week of February 8th. I'm your host, D. Suave, Derek Kessinger, joined by the editorial staff of Kevin Kovac, Robert Holman, and Kyle McFadden. And Kyle, I mean Kovac, sorry, I got the K's all wrong here, starting off on this beautiful uh, Tuesday recording. Kovac, when this video is posted, we only have 10 more races at East Bay left. Has it sunk in? You're on the grounds. Has people been talking about it yet? Because we only have 10 more races at the world-famous East Bay Raceway Park. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it wasn't like the big topic of conversation on opening night, on Monday night. But you could kind of feel it's there, you know? I mean, people keep looking at that big, giant mountain that's growing next to the plate. You know, the company that's building it, uh, whatever they have, the, the refuse water back there, the tainted water that they have back there but i mean there's even like it even looks a little different this year it looks a little bigger and they have uh, all these black tarps all over the side of uh like uh, so many black tarps uh it looks a little little strange seeing so much blackness in the back there it looks like it's dark dark sky or something <laughs> but it's really looming over the track and you feel and, th- and that's kind of when you look that's when you think about man this thing is going to overtake this racetrack most likely after another year um maybe the person felt it the most after the first night i mean talked about it was tyler herb who won the first night and loves the racetrack so much i mean there's a guy that just i mean he loves it he, he he's talk, talking day night about how he never even leaves the track he'll go to like all these people talk to the beach while they're at east bay and he's like I, I've, I've never been there i'm seven or eight years i've been coming i've never been there I go to Hard Rock Casino maybe one night, maybe after practice night or something. I go out to eat. Other than that, uh, he's at the racetrack. He never wants to leave. So he said it's going to be very difficult when there's no more if, – if, there, if there's no more East Bay. He's holding out hope. Uh, but so far yet, I think as we get to this end of the week, more people will kind of realize that next year could be the last one. Because uh, you do talk to people, said, I came because I want to come here before it's done. Uh, it will be, it will become sadder and sadder, I guess, as we get closer. Yeah. And he even took a selfie with sludge nation last night. I saw, he kind of came out of surprise. He's going down there for uh, the second to last year. He'll be down there all week, but you know, guys like him who loves dirt late model racing are making their uh, journey to Tampa area. Oh yeah. I definitely saw sludge in the pits and he's, I didn't even know Derek wasn't coming down here until after I made my reservations, but I said sludge. You're such, you are so popular that people, you're so, everybody knows you so much. You're so famous. You're practically a household name now also, right? As Derek Deswa's father, I think everybody will take you into their, uh, under their wing and, and hang out. And I see him all over the place in the pits. He's talking with everybody. Everybody knows Sludge. Well, maybe he'll, uh, join the party on the drive home later on this week at East Bay and <laughs> yeah, uh, Robert. Go. Robert, just speaking of Tyler Herb, I think that's one of the biggest storylines as we record on this fine Tuesday. We release these on Wednesday. We had a good quote to Kovac. He says, I don't know what it is about East Bay, but it loves me to an extent. I've been thrown out there. I have big-time victories. But how important was that win for Turbo? Because you you saw him out there in uh, Vado. He was kind of just a field filler there, and he'll even admit it that he was just not good. Bad from the get-go. It was a big-time win for Turbo. They needed that because, I don't know, he was he had some ups and downs during Speed Week so far, but this is truly a big-time win for him and uh, that best motorsports race team. 
Yeah, it really is. He finished seventh and eighth out there at Vado uh, to start with, and you thought, well, you know, it's no big deal. First two nights, seventh and eighth, and then he just he really went backwards after that. And, and don't get me wrong, it wasn't really a good seventh or eighth. It was just kind of a you know one of those mediocre. Was he even in the seventh? You know, or finishes. But then after that, he just went really sideways and was was bad uh it was it was worse than sideways he went backwards you know uh and he's had some really bad finishes and you think well you know what's wrong and and i went and talked to him a couple times there vado and they were scratching their head and they're like we really we really need a new car we really need this we really need that and and um and I think that they got what they needed. I think that I think if you showed, if you look back at the results from the two races prior to Monday night's race, that he was getting better, uh, that he was making you know headway, and and then when he gets to a place or and I, you know we've seen him get to East Bay and scratch his head there as well. It's like, hey, I love this place, but I don't know what's going on. You know, we can't, we're not running like we should. And maybe, I think his last win at East Bay was in 2021. It, I don't think he won a race there last year. So, you know, it's not like he's a given to win a race there. But if he's going to win, if you're betting, if you're a betting person and you're going to say, hey, where's Tyler Erb going to win a Speed Weeks race at? You need to put your money on East Bay because. Because that's where he's the no best doubt at. about that, and 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 he does love it there. So so yeah, it was it was a big win for him, and I think a big confidence booster. And regardless of how many times you talk to Tyler, and he seems seems kind of downtrodden, Tyler's Tyler Herb's um, downtrodden, so to speak, is not like other people's. Tyler Herb is is always almost always has a positive spin on things i've talked to him at length at a lot of different places and he almost always regardless of how many times he says we suck or regardless of how many times he says we've got to work harder or whatever he says he almost always has a positive spin on things he almost always is like well that's the sport that's what we get ourselves into that's what we're used to. We know this and we just have to come out here and, and work harder and try to catch up. And you know that those guys uh, have been doing just that. And you have to think that if he was going to bounce back, East Bay was going to be the kind of place that, that that was going to happen. And so it shouldn't be a surprise that he, and it's not like it, he came into, like I said, it's not like he came into East Bay, you know, with a pair of 20, 20th place finishes you know he had i think a pair of top fives so he's get those top fives coming into east bay so that made you think hey this is going to be the place where where he kind of uh gets kind of gets things turned around and gets going again and and it it did and you know it's not a surprise i guess to me yeah big time win for turbo if you had to put money on it like you said definitely the place to be would be East Bay Raceway Park. He's had some uh, phenomenal memories there, uh, good or bad. Kyle McFadden, just one thing about the charm of East Bay is when you just look at the drivers list pre-race, I think it gets more random drivers than like the World 100. I know that place used to get the random drivers, but if I had to pick one track in the country 
to just have random drivers, knowing that this could be the only time they could race at East Bay. Like Mike Spatola made his debut. You had uh, Benji Hicks, uh, J- Jason Riggs, he always comes there. Just a whole bunch of different guys come down to East Bay that you wouldn't see anywhere else. A, because it's a smaller racetrack, and then B, of course, just, you know, we're winding down with only 10 races remaining. But that's just one of the charms that I do appreciate about East Bay, and I think late model historians and, you know, riders and media appreciate that as well. Yeah, I was talking with Freddie Carpenter, you know, on Thursday's practice session at Alltech, and he's not a random name by any means, but this is, I believe, his his first trip to Speed Weeks, if I'm not wrong there, but you know, and, he's and been to he East Bay was... a few times. He's been to East Bay a few yeah. times. He's actually but, had a nasty know, flip yeah, he, one time. Yeah, he really? did that roll a few little while ago. Yeah, it took a wild one. And uh, yeah, but he loved it so much, he bounced right back. He wasn't going to uh, stop racing East Bay because he rolled. So he loves that. But I think, but I, I think I'm getting to your point, Kyle, just like guys like him who maybe don't have mm-hmm. a shot to win, maybe could, you know, or just hoping to make a feature, that'd be kind of a win for him with this stack of a field. They just want to go down there and be part of history. Absolutely. And so kind of touching on how we began this conversation, just kind of like the buzz or the hype or like the buildup or just what the general conversation is, right? Going into East Bay, you know, I had multiple people ask me, are you going to stay for East Bay next week? And I was like, no, you know, I mean, it's a natural, it was a natural question, right? Just like me being down there. You were, like, the start. Wait, you were like, no, Kevin Kovac has like a lock on East Bay and Volusia that, that the rest of us are unable to go and, and watch it unless we somehow like sleep on the floor down there or, or bunk in somebody's <laughs> hauler or whatever it is that, that, for some reason, and I, I don't mean to interrupt you, Kyle, but but we're all thinking it. We can't go as long as Kevin goes, right? He's got a lock <laughs> on the East Bay and Volusia. Am I right? Am I right? I don't know. There's an open spot. You could have been a video guy for Derek. You could have done one lap, one beer. Derek's not down for East Bay. So there's an open spot there, Robert. You could do one lap, one beer. I definitely need to to broaden my my uh, I guess <laughs> my abilities. I guess I need to start working on shooting some video and working on that. So when when that happens, I can fill in. I guess for sure. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, yeah, we could, you uh, could be our suave right there, right? <laughs> yeah, we can. You know, try to try to make our way down. You know, and and so just like the general conversation of of people were already thinking toward East Bay. You know, who's going to be there? Media include it and so i even had some people on twitter like are you going to stay free space next week i'm just like wow you know like like people are people are obviously uh you know ready for this week and and uh you know there's i didn't maybe i guess me being so new you know or not even a year i guess on the job and just like being immersed in my first speed weeks didn't really i guess understand or grasp kind of the significance and meaning of East Bay until you hear people talk about it and, and, and just look at just, uh, just how many, you know, cars, right. Showed up 58 cars on Monday and that's without, you know, Ricky Thornton and Jonathan Davenport and Tim McCready and Jimmy Owens and Shane Clanton and Max Blair and Boone Briggs and so on and so forth. You know, so I mean, we'd be probably pushing 70 cars, 
you know, come the rest of the week, possibly. So, yeah, you know, the car counts speak for itself. And we, we won't see car counts in the 70s this year till Prairie Dirt Classic, Eldora's uh, Crown Jewels. So that speaks for itself right there. You know, just the turnout and um, just the overall atmosphere and the energy that uh, goes goes behind all the races at uh, East Bay. Yeah, and Kovac, this is what the underrated thing is. This is the 47th annual. Volusia's at 53. The World 100, we just had their 50th. This is right up there with all the historic races. There's just people going down to Florida, leading up to the Daytona 500. Like, I mean, like, generations have went through East Bay, and we're down to 10. I know that's what our topic's going to be more and more as we get into it this show, but that's just nuts to think about that 47 years they'll finish with you know 48 next year just how you know bananas and how much people appreciate you know the clay by the bay yeah that's that's a that's a long time we got half century with the basically of of racing at both of them i mean that's uh that's that's part of your uh your winter for so many part of the winter for so many people in dirt late model racing uh it's that that's going to make it so hard to like, well, what do you do? Like when you don't go to East Bay, you still got, you still have Volusia, but there's a lot of people that only went to East Bay. It, everyone doesn't just go to East Bay and Volusia. There's, there's, there's always been some like, well, they, these are the East, these are East Bay people. These are Volusia people. They, that's their taste. They like those tracks, uh, uh, you know, personally, uh, now no east bay i mean that's that's one of the two staples i mean there those are the two that have been there's other racetracks that have come and gone gold niles has been around now for uh, probably 20 years uh you know racing uh beginning before east bay and and volusia but it's also been two different racetracks too you know right now it used to be the old big old oil dirt and now it's the more racy the smaller racier track and even rebuild new nice grandstands and all uh, it doesn't have that history of the of these other two and uh, East Bay. I, I I haven't gotten to East Bay like, like complete weeks for as long as I have for Volusia. Like '98, I've been to every Volusia late model big block week since '98. I pretty much, of other than when I was with the World of Outlaws. Yeah, right. Other than when I was with the World of Outlaws since '98. Like I mean, like that 2007 to 13 or 14. I didn't go to East Bay during those weeks. But other than other those other years. And obviously now, I mean, I, I, before that, I went at least once, twice during the week. And then here I would, now I would go to all of them. Uh, it, it's, I, I, I don't, I, I like, it's just has a good feel when you go to East Bay, like East Bay and Volusia is speed weeks. I'm still trying to wrap my head around, like not having that East Bay lead into Volusia. And I mean, well, it's, it's just not going to be the same, you know, going, if you go to Alltech or Ocala or, or, I mean, you really need to find – there's not that many racetracks in Florida, dirt tracks, to, to go to. Uh, and, and certainly none that seem like they have all the little fringe benefits of being at, Volu- I mean, at East Bay and also the great racing. So, uh, it's it, – it's, I, yeah, like, I don't think anybody wants to really think about 2025 in, in no East Bay. Yeah, Robert. So, what's Speed Week's going to look like if this is actually the end of East Bay? Uh, you know, starting twenty twenty five. Do we? I think. Do you just move everything back a week and we still just go three weeks in a row, or do you think Lucas will try to find a new, a new, a new stop? I mean, a lot of things to consider if you're Rick Schwally, but like Kovac said, it's definitely not going to be the same. And just 
how to even try to create recreate even half the charm of that track has and create half of the you know the speed weeks we're used to seeing the last 50 years well you know first of all historically speaking you know i've like like kevin i've been covering the sport for about 30 years it seems and i've been immersed in it since i was five and i i've heard of east bay and volusia long before i heard of eldora uh, you know, I, it was not until I was in my teens, uh, late teens, that I heard of, of Eldora Speedway, which is odd. The World 100 being the most, uh, you know, prestigious event in our sport. But my parents went to Speed Weeks. They didn't spend four days in Ohio. They spent a week or longer in Florida every year. So when I was eight, nine, ten years old, you know, that's where my stepdad would go to. Uh, he didn't go to Ohio. He went to Florida. So, so yeah, so from a, historically speaking, for me, East Bay and Volusia, you know, uh, came before Eldora. You know, I heard of them a long time before I heard of the World 100s. So, and I think a lot of people may be like that, especially, uh, especially maybe in the South, where it's actually closer to go to you know, speed weeks than it is to drive to, to the world 100. So what are they going to do now? Uh, I don't know. That's a really good question. What are we going to do without, without East Bay? You know, speculation is the speculation is those races may be moved to all tech. All tech has proved to be very racy, even though it's not in my top five tracks in America like East Bay is. It is a race exactly like East Bay simply because the straightaways are so long. It does get slick, you know, it does get slick like East Bay and, and provide, has provided some really good racing. But undeniably, uh, Alltech has provided some really good racing. But when you talk about the charm of East Bay, as much as we have are beginning to like Alltech. Alltech doesn't have that charm. It's a whole lot farther north. It's a whole lot. You think that, oh, it's in Florida. It's still going to be warm. Hell no. Alltech can get really cold. It is in northern Florida. Alltech can get very chilly. Not that Tampa, the Tampa area doesn't get chilly at night when the, when the sun sets, but it's not like it is in the northern part of, of Florida. Look how far south Golden Isles is. And Golden Isles, which is, you know, what, an hour from, from Jacksonville or whatever, Golden Isles, you can freeze your ass off at Golden Isles. You know, I mean, it's cold. So uh, it doesn't really have the same charm. So when you look at what East Bay brings to the table, great racing, unpredictable racing. That's one of the keys, unpredictable. We don't know, you know, and I, I was texting – uh, Mike Knuckles from Warrior Race Cars last night after that race, uh, well, I should say Monday night after uh, that that event, you don't know what you're going to get at East Bay from, from night to night. That's part of the charm. You've got all this stuff to do in the Tampa area. That's part of the charm. So where can the series go to encompass all those things again i don't know i mean it's 
I, I, you know, we've racked our heads about thinking about where they can go to, to bring all that to the table. Alltech, like I said, has proven to be good racing. Um, Alltech is spacious. The camping area is nice. The pit area is really nice. I like how flat it is and how you can, you know, have access and the line. I like how it's laid out. It just doesn't have that charm that we've grown to love at East Bay. And that's part of part of why we love it. So, oh man, to answer your question, I don't even I, I didn't even come close to answering your question. I don't know what we're gonna do. Uh, you know, I, I that's I think me personally, I'm gonna sit back and see what they do and just go with it. I don't think we have a choice. You know, um, are they gonna add some races? Maybe instead of sending all the races to Alltech, maybe we add one to Bubble Raceway Park, which some people will like, some people won't. Maybe we'll add one to Golden Isles. Maybe we'll add two to Alltech. Maybe instead of finding one replacement for for East Bay, we'll just add a couple races at each of those tracks to try to make up for what we're going to lose at East Bay. Uh, I, I just, I just don't foresee, and I'm sure I'll be proven wrong, but I just don't foresee going to another track for six nights in a row like that it's just uh i i just think it would be very very tough to find another track where we can go to and have the same this where people will want to go to that's the that's the key you've got to you've got to have a track not only to find to go to but you got to have a track that people want to go to for six nights in a row can you think of another track in florida not knocking the sunshine state sort of but of another track in Florida that people want to go through for two for six nights in a row. I personally can't. So it's a very tough situation uh, for, for Rick Swally and the Lucas oil group and, and what they're going to decide to do. And uh, I think we're just going to have to sit around and, and wait for their decision and, and just kind of talk about it on another podcast and, and grumble about it or, or give them mad props for whatever they decide to do. I don't know. It's, it's, they've got a lot of thinking to do and I'm sure they've already been thinking about it. You know, I'm sure they have. Well, Kevin. Why? I was going to say Kovac, you could just maybe, cause Kyle, you were there Thursday and Friday at golden Isles. The crowd, you know, wasn't that great because you have that cold weather. So I think it'd be very difficult to, Add races if you want to do four or five at GIS. Uh, Bubba's that Sunday crowd and Monday crowd were pretty good, more than expected. But like I said, you can't add more races there. And then All Tech, maybe you just go three, three, and three. Kovac, why not we just do Wild West Shootout? That could kick off Lucas Oil season. <laughs> do Wild West Shootout? Yeah, that, that's still spring training. That's supposed to be spring training. Everybody. Well, you never know nowadays. Everybody's trying to figure out something, but. I mean, could, I know. I think, but that, that just fits so well without having points pressure on there. I think you know yes. that gives it its own. That gives it its, its the charm a little bit of a a Wild West shootout. It and, and I, I'm just thinking Robert outside is, the is box. Exactly, back. I know it's, it's a good thought. Yeah, it's a good thought, but uh, it's still not Speed Weeks. It's Speed Weeks got to be in Florida. They got to start in Florida. So could you? I mean, would you World think of Outlaw like, started at Vado a few years ago, but it wasn't. That wasn't yeah. quite the same. So as, do you uh, think you know. just do uh, three, three, and three, and just have nine races? But at least when it was the two national series, Volusia and East Bay, they're like like this, like that. But now, like I feel like the World of Outlaws have like that, you know, more charm of a track with Volusia, and you're just kind of trying to survive at that point. 
Yeah, it is. The, the Outlaws will have the top, uh, you know, the, the most well-known Speed Weeks track. There's no sharing it now. And Robert's so correct there in saying, like, they have to have a place that people want to go to for six nights. It's not too many racetracks in the country that you'd want to go to for six nights. There's not too many racetracks where Tyler Herb is going to say, I don't even want to leave the racetrack. I want to just stay here in the pits. I want to wake up in the hall or I want to go sign in, leave the pits, sign in, come back uh, right after that, get my strawberry shortcake and pizza and hang out in the pits all day. That's even with all the stuff that's going around, even with all the stuff that's available around the beaches and everything else around East Bay, Tyler Herb still just loves being there just with the atmosphere of that place. And there isn't a, a Volusia has, has that charm also that Volusia, that there's a, there's an atmosphere there. I, I've always, always felt that, but that's really, it, it rubs off from the, the, the proximity to Daytona, the big track and in the history there. Uh, the other ones, it's just they don't they don't have that. It, it, I'm, I almost equate losing Eldora. Though, man. man, imagine if we lost El. I mean, losing East Bay is if we lost Eldora or something. I mean, it's up there in the in the hierarchy of well-known dirt late model tracks. Where like, what do you do if you don't have it? And that would be like, man, we we didn't. Eldora was closing. What would we? Where you don't just put Eldora's World 100 in in dreams somewhere else? It's just not gonna happen. And uh, it, it's going to be a different way. We have to, we'll have to, well, it'll be a different, unless they could take some, unless the Lucas oil series or someone else can just take all the plans of L, of L, of, uh, East Bay and find some other, uh, area of land, not far away from Tampa and somewhere along the coastline where you'll still have a lot of the, uh, the, the fun extracurricular things that East Bay provides. I mean, unless they could just replicate that somewhere else. I mean, like, so the same racetrack or something, man, it's, it, it's going to be tough. I mean, it's, it's six nights in a row. There was a great crowd on Monday uh, at East Bay where it is probably as, as strong as the best crowds at golden Isles and all tech really. And my dad said I, it was so packed I, for a Monday, like yeah, for a good crowd. It, it wasn't, like, I remember my first it wasn't totally years. to the bottom. Well, but it was Monday. still good. It was still good for a Monday. Maybe some of that is because people are like, man, I got to get there before it closes. Uh, but otherwise, it's still, I mean, it, it, there's something about East, East Bay that brings those people there, too. And, man, you just, we're, yeah, it, it, we'll have to get used to something really different. I don't know. Maybe Lucas could come run some races with Combo at, El, at Volusia. Can we do that? Can they do a little Combo yeah, show? Yeah, that would go over well, right? That would go over well. <laughs> I don't know if that will work. But, uh but something, something we'll have to get used to because it's not going to just be another East Bay uh, replacement, you know, uh, in, in the offering. I don't think. I mean, it's it's pretty impossible. Seems like it's lovely over there, Kovac. I can hear the birds chirping. Nice weather. You got your T-shirt on. Oh, it is. I'm in the little back here in our house, you know, with the little uh, netting over the top, you know. So uh, you're gonna go to the I pool. Thought those were sound I, effects. I think, the, I think the pool isn't it nice. It's kind of like it's not quite like being. Uh, you know, we're out there in Arizona, Tombstone there, uh, Robert. But, uh, yeah, it is. I can hear the birds. You're not going to be hearing them up north right now. Yeah, I right, definitely Kyle. thought those were sound effects. It's like the <laughs> Masters, Robert. You know, like the sound effects, I think, you know. Got it. All right, Kyle. So, East Bay's out of the equation. Put your uh... – Put your Rick Schwally hat on. What would you do for your speed weeks, or how would you attack it and approach it? Because I know it's a tough question. 
But I'm going to ask you right now, what would you do? Because we have to prepare ourselves because we it's only in two years. And for Racing World, they're playing a big-time event like Florida Georgia Speed Weeks. You got to have a plan ready to go. Yeah, honestly, I, I have no idea what they're going to do. I do think that Alltech should have at least three um, races there. You know, personally, I would have liked to see that practice night on Thursday be a third race, but I, you know, just, just because of the, you know, having the off days being down there also for the off days on, on Tuesday and Wednesday, like, I feel like, you know, two off days, like that was perfect. And then Thursday, obviously back at the racetrack, but you know, even then, um, you know, I just felt like maybe Thursday this year could have turned into uh, a full program, but and then obviously Friday's a race at Alltech rained out. So I had one race at Alltech last week and it, you know, had that gap in there, uh, that, that, that four day gap, uh, which was, uh, not by design obviously, but, you know, walking away from that and like coming out of that, I'm not sure. And just like taking into account as, as to, you know, what they could do next year, you know, I agree with Robert. I think maybe Bubba can get a third race. Not sure if a fourth at Golden Isles would work, right? I think three days for the Super Bowl of racing is perfect to kick off uh, the Lucas Oil Speed Weeks. And yes, in terms of weather, it is um, incomparable to from the start at Golden Isles when it's 40s at night and you're in layers and I'm up in the box and I don't want to leave leave the box and you know, going down to Bubba's that Sunday, Monday, I mean, it was almost upwards close to 80 degrees, right, Suave, at, at uh, Bubba's. So almost a 35-ish degree difference between the two tracks, Golden Isles and Bubba's, uh, on the same weekend. So, and then go back to Alltech, and Alltech was, you know, nice. It was probably high of maybe 60, but, I mean, it, it got cold at night, probably, you know, upper 40s so in terms of you know i've really grown to be i've really grown to enjoy going to all tech you know just like covering races and then uh being from pennsylvania like kevin enjoying the half miles right the bigger race tracks and just how it races and uh but it definitely is no east bay but you know you take away all tech you know hypothetically speaking and you know then you really have i'm not saying that all tech's going away i'm just saying if you take away all tech then you know then you're really in a bind so all tech does play a very important part to speed weeks and i, I like to see them get a third maybe you throw in a fourth there maybe find a way to get volusia in there somehow some way i don't know if that'll work but maybe bubba gets a third i don't think gold niles should get a fourth i I think that the three day at the Super Bowl of race, and as I said, is, is a is a good start, is a perfect start to the Lucas Oil Speed Weeks, and um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they don't want to condense it, right? Like take away, like there's six nights at East Bay, you could add one to Bubba's, and right, add one to All Tech, but then you're losing four races. So where are those four races potentially going to go? that's a lot of races, you know, in a short amount of time in the, in that two week span. So honestly, like, 
I'm, I'm not sure what they're going to do. Um, maybe I have no clue, but it'll be obviously something that we're going to watch and it'll definitely have an effect, you know, after next year. So fortunately, you know, there's, there's two years to figure it out. Well, really not two years because the schedules obviously get made in advance, but you know, there is time. So we'll have to see where the chips fall. Robert, are you starting at a uh, duck river to Lucas oil action in 2025? I know that you'd love to see that. Then you and your brother could start off big time with the Lucas oil eight mile dirt series. Uh, I'm not really sure that, um, I don't know. No, I'm, uh, <laughs> no, let's go to North Florida. Let's, let's, there let's go. add, Perfect. let's, let's add two races at just two races at North Florida. Uh, let's not, uh, here's, here's my scenario. Don't add, don't add anything to golden Isles. Okay. It's three races there. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, skip, uh, uh, Sunday run Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at Bubba's go Thursday, Friday, Saturday at, uh, um, all tech and then run, uh, run somehow run a couple races at, at North Florida. And then technically you've only lost like two races or something condense it. Don't keep everybody in Florida as long as, cause like Kyle had that long break in there. There's, wiggle room to work some races in without having that long stretch of, of racing. You can condense it and you don't have to keep everybody, you know, in, in there as long, you know, and there's always scrubbing, you know, let's not, let's not, you know, throw that out of the window. We could also go to scrubbing for two nights. There's, there are race tracks that you could get the exact same amount of races. They're just not ideal. That's the only thing they're not, they're not the, they're not, they're not, let's face it. They're not East Bay. And that's what I think that, that we've all grown to agree on is that we can shuffle things. We can get things elsewhere. It's just not East Bay. And that's something that we're going to have to, it's like breaking up with a, a, a really good girlfriend that it's like, uh, I could probably go somewhere else, but it's just not the same, you know? And, and so that's uh that's i think where we're at you know there are some options but i just don't i just don't they just don't compare it to east bay and we're going to be no matter unless like kevin said and that was one of my other thoughts maybe they could maybe there is an option somewhere within about three to four years of another track in that area being built now if that happens it's going to take a while for that to kind of get that same charm and have that same raceability prob probably, but that's all also an option, but that's somebody's option that has a much fatter, that has a wallet similar to yours, Derek, because I saw your wallet like on Twitter or somewhere that uh, Rigsby posted a picture of your grandpa wallet. So that's somebody with a wallet very thick like yours that could potentially build a track and get us somewhere, but yeah, there are options. There are options we can do. They're just, we're going to have to get used to the fact that if this deal is done, we've lost one of the premier racetracks in America. And that's the part that's going to be hard to get used to. Yeah. So sad days. Hey, 
those are all my receipts from Georgia, Florida speed weeks is a lot of it. Uh, B investor Kovac. There's a guy that uh, spends his months in Florida in January and February down by Okeechobee. There's a racetrack just sitting there. I think we can get our boy boom Briggs to invest some money into it, get new bleachers, get that thing going. We have two years down there. Shane can uh, help out with that. I think we could get boom to start a racetrack down there. Way down there in South Florida. I don't know. I think it's a great idea. Oh, yeah, Boom. Well, you know what? There's Boom could be an investor, right? I mean, and there's a lot of racing people. You can have a have cookout at Boom's place after. There is a racetrack in Okeechobee. You know, there is the yeah, Thundercross Motorsports. Right it's, it's closed, closed down. down I, I, I went to a race there like 20 years ago. Not a great place. But maybe been, you could. I've been there. Yeah, yeah, right. You can maybe fix it up or something. Maybe bring. But you know, you probably could get some. Boom. And how about these other racing, uh, you know, high, higher guys here that um, bigger names? Yeah. David Wells. He has a place in Florida. We got Dale Beitler. Let's bring Dale Beitler in. You know, we took a boat ride with him a couple years ago. Uh, I mean, Sean Martin from Viper Motorsports. He lives down there now. I mean, I think there is a lot of uh, racers, a lot of car owners and sponsors living down there. Maybe we can pull them all together. We can build East Bay, too. Let's start. Could we shoot? Should we start that like uh, campaign, guys? Go Maybe that's what me. we need to do. Yep, East Bay two. <laughs> All right. If there's no East Bay two, what would you do, Kovac? For you know, uh, Lucas Oil. How do you reshuffle? Do you kind of just do what we've been saying three, three, and three, and just call it a day? Yeah, or I, I, I just, just don't see it. The six nights at another track. I mean, East Bay and Volusia are the six nights. Gold Niles was going to run 10 nights one year. Remember that? Uh, you know, back they were going 10,000. They didn't make 10 nights. Let's uh, put it that way. And uh, But, yeah, th- those are those are just – they don't have the other – you need everything. You need the whole package of a racetrack like East Bay and Volusia have to have six nights in a row at it. Um, so you'd really have to – I think it admits more of a, you know, piecemeal with like your 3-3, three, 2-3, three, three, something like that. Uh, maybe there's some other, maybe there's another, another racetrack. Maybe there's an asphalt track that I could put dirt down in, in Florida. Uh, we, there, I think that Rick Schwally and Lucas oil series will probably think outside the box a little bit to try to, uh, come up with an idea. If, uh, if there's not like the 100% great replacement for East Bay, they, they'll, they'll come up with something. Uh, it'll, it, it'll be kind of, it might be fun to like, see what happens. You know, everybody will be waiting for that. Uh, but in the meantime, you know, I guess we're just going to have to enjoy these, uh, you know, each a countdown almost it'll be to the end of uh, East Bay. Or we can just be like, you know, like, you know, hoping, holding out hope that maybe, you know, maybe something happens and and, and uh, we're saved. I'm sure the Varnador, Al Varnador, the owner, probably uh, would rather not see. I mean, he's he'd like he he's put in a lot of years and uh, he can uh, and it'd be a nice uh Nice, nice paycheck for him. Nice, uh, nice check that he will receive uh, for selling the track. But everybody else is probably like, oh, maybe something will happen and he'll have to keep it and keep it going. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens, though. Although, Kovac, I would say last night before the feature, a lot of people were saying just, you know, tear it down now. Probably fans, drivers, and people on social media because just kind of not what the East Bay were used to seeing there all the way up until that feature last night. Oh yeah, people are complaining immediately. Oh, it's the worst. Oh, East, like just because the heat races were a little, there was some rubber in the heat races on the track, and it wasn't the greatest uh, racing, uh, and a little drier than and expected. And, and sure, 
the overreaction crowd is, oh, my God, this don't want to hear this. But East Bay isn't as good as everybody says it is. Well, I mean, give it a chance. You know, I mean, there's every racetrack's going to have some problems sometimes. Uh, it's not going to be perfect. It is a dirt track. You can't you can't be perfect all the time. Uh, and they, they fixed it up enough for the feature where it was like, God, there was a, the guy finished third. Tyler Miller Millwood came from came from uh, 20th. Uh, Ashton Winger made a heck of a charge on the outside, nearly took the lead. Uh, from Tyler, there was plenty of good racing. Uh, it, it was definitely interesting. It wasn't just follow the leader, and uh, it, that, that's that's what's East Bay. East Bay, it could come back. You don't write it off. Uh, maybe this is a little microcosm that we should be thinking of. You know, don't write it off uh, early in the night. Don't write it off now for two years on. Maybe maybe it'll make a comeback. Yeah, for sure. It was a good feature. Congrats to Tyler Millwood. Uh... I think getting his first ever podium finish at Lucas Soil Action, he uh, he was ripping that uh, lip. Pretty cool to see. Uh, anyway, get to East Bay. We only got 10 races left. Uh, you can watch them on Flow Racing or just make plans for next year, you know, for the final week. But the future of Speed Weeks for, like, Lucas Oil especially, what are they going to do? And just it won't be the same with uh, without the clay by the bay there running the week before Volusia because those, like we said, have been around for nearly a half a century, if not more running there, you know, leading up to the Daytona 500. A lot of famous guys have won there. A lot of famous drivers have raced there. Uh, yeah, it's going to be very sad when that one that place finally closes. Well, uh, before we end every episode, we do one more thing. Kyle McFadden, you can bat lead off for us today, buddy. Yeah, sure. Um, you know, if those who are watching this didn't read my story last week on Scott Bloomquist and the update there on him, you know, he's expected to – Go get an MRI on Monday, February 20th. The uh, race is after the Sunshine, Sunshine Nationals. And uh, he's going to get uh, back surgery there sure after, shortly after, uh, based upon just, just, just like what the, what the results look like on the MRI and just how intricate, uh, you know, that needs to be for his back and, and, and just kind of the road to recovery there. So we'll see what happens with the future of uh, Scott Bloomquist. And obviously we all know that, you know, we don't want this to be the end for him. But, you know, worst case scenario, you know, he, he may have to consider it a retirement. But, uh, you know, Scott, he's in good spirits and he certainly wants to be back out there and, you know, make no bones about it. He, uh, he uh, isn't planning on hanging it up anytime soon at least not this year and uh so hope that goes well for him and that we see him back on the racetrack uh before uh spring so yeah yeah he was spotted helping garrett smith at speed weeks at golden isles and bubba's and he's also wearing white tennies like old dad shoes so maybe bloomer is ready to retire regardless he'll go down as the second best driver of all time behind billy moyer robert what do you got <laughs> oh my goodness that uh, anyway uh i just want to give a shout out to uh mike knuckles and the the group at, at at warrior who obviously i think monday night had the only warrior down there at east bay i think and i know they were the only one in the field uh which of course uh brandon overton was driving that car it's a john henderson owned car and, you know, every time I look up, it looks like John Henderson's ordering a, a new car from, from Warrior. Uh, I know he's got two or three in his stable. 
And uh, John had piloted the car. John's a really nice guy. He had piloted the car uh, a couple times himself. And and I'm pretty sure their shops are really close to each other, uh, even though Brandon is in Georgia and John is in South Carolina. And John is also, there's a bigger connection there. John's a sponsor of of Brandon Overton. So we can't overlook that. But uh, so uh, after a couple races, in that new car, I think John just wanted, Hey, Brandon, can you shake this car down for me? See what you think, see how it feels. Uh, let me know your opinion. And, uh, man, he really put on a show there and, uh, and gave warrior race car, uh, warrior race cars are real, a real boost with his fourth place finish on Monday night. I, I sent Mike knuckles and, and I, and full disclosure, I own a warrior race car. I own an older warrior race car. So I'm constantly in contact with, with, uh, Mike knuckles there at warrior, just, you know, chatting or, or getting, you know, advice or whatever, or asking him a, a, his opinion. He's a super nice guy. And even though I did not buy my car from him, he still goes out of his way to help me. Uh, so, so I was texting him last night and it's like, or Monday night. I'm like, Hey, how many, how many cars did you sell because of Overton, you know, uh, driving that car to fourth place finish. And he just kind of laughed and said, he's, he had like 60 plus unopened texts at that moment. So, uh, so good for him. Uh, hopefully, uh, I think Brandon is supposed to drive it through Wednesday night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I believe. And, uh, so we'll see, like, again, the track changes constantly. So you never know. He might not, he might not even make the race uh the rest of the nights but uh at least monday night he shined a bright light on warrior race cars so congratulations to those guys yeah no doubt uh congrats to uh you know mike knuckles and them working hard he's always a great guy to talk to in the pits at pri trade show oh yeah that Brandon Overton guy, he's he's a pretty good driver as well. So maybe if they can get him to be the full-time house car driver, that'd be pretty solid as well. Uh, my one more thing is congrats to Billy Moyer because he actually, on Monday night after the races were over, he clinched Kovac to be the all-time wins leader at the East Bay Winter Nationals. Uh, I think uh, the only person that could have caught him was Scott Bloomquist if he won the final 12. Obviously, that's not going to happen. So a guy that's uh, very tough to all around the country to end up at a track that's very famous. All the heavy hitters have gone there, you know, throughout their entire career. Billy Boyer will be the all-time wins leader. So that'll be uh, in the history books for life. So congrats to Billy Moyer. Wasn't even there, but I thought it was a cool stat that he clinched to be the all-time wins leader. All right, Kovac, how about you, buddy? I'm just going to do this as a little, uh, little uh, advice here for anybody walking through the pit area at, East Bay, uh, do not try to take any shortcuts through like what you think might be a area that's uh, walkable. Uh, at Saturday uh, on Monday night, I attempted that after the races. I thought, oh, there's you know my car was on in the back pit area near where the dirt on dirt trailer uh -oh. and Did you get mud on you, buddy. So well, let's just say it wasn't mud. Uh, I, I, I figured, ah, you know, I mean, it looks like that's sort of just like some high grass right there. I mean, I think I can go through that. Let me go check it out instead of walking around to the back and then coming back. I think I can go the direct route. 
well, I took a couple of I took a step into the, you know, that and I'm like, ah, it's, it's, it's a little soft. It's all right. Let me take another ah, a little soft. I take the next step and I'm into the swamp and my leg, my foot goes up to the, like, you know, above my, into the middle of my calf. <laughs> How about that? Both legs. I'm, I soak my shoes. I have like pant my water, water lines. Like, yes, yeah, in the middle of my calf. If I'd have taken one more step, I might have. You might not have been hearing about me. I might have like, <laughs> I might have, I might have fell in. It would have been like quicksand or something. Um, I came very close because it was dark over in that area too. Nobody was really around. I mean, nobody. I don't think anybody saw it. There was a group on the other side of a trailer that after I walked, I said, "Don't go over there. You can, you'll fall in the water. It's very deep." And they saw the water on my feet. Um, so I think They're I actually have to throw this my, guy my, was hanging out with Parrish before the races. It might have been. I'm like, ah, I can make that across there. It looks like it's a, must be solid ground. Well, there's a reason why it's uh, you. You don't do that. You walk around the other way. Uh, so just just take that. Anybody? I'm I'm maybe I'm not the first person who's tried that, but uh, I definitely made a dumb move there trying that. So I walked into Wawa with squeaking, sweat feet, uh, sneakers. I think I got to throw my sneakers in the dryer you know, to, to get them uh, dried out today. So that was a bad move on my part. <laughs> well. Kovac, I'm glad that uh, you got Wawa to en- enjoy after just a heartbreaking incident. Yep. But I feel like if it didn't rain for like 30 days at East Bay, there would always be water spots everywhere. Like that infield's always flooded there. Oh, going into turn one, there's a lot of water. So I'm glad he made it. Otherwise, like you said, one more step, you'd have been a – Maybe I would have been all right if it wasn't high tide, right, Derek? You know, the tide's yeah. right there, right? Maybe yeah, it was high tide. Yeah, because the tide affects the racetrack. Stuff, right? Essex, Maybe I'd have been Essex, okay if it was low tide. <laughs> yeah, Essex made that reference last night during the features. Like, maybe the high tide's coming in. So, uh, nonetheless, yep. we got 10 races left at East Bay in the history. We got 10 races left total for uh, Speed Weeks 2023. Kovac, enjoy your uh, time there at East Bay. I'll see you next week at Volusia. But people listening and watching at home, be sure to check out these three guys' stories. They're phenomenal, as always. They put in great work. Uh be sure to check out the live racing at Flow. We got the rest of Speed Weeks at East Bay. And then we go to the Dirt Car Nationals at Volusia. We got plenty of stuff, minutes, everything, video, write, written stuff. You can check it out at Dirt on Dirt and Flow Racing. Until next time, this is the Dirt Reporters. Thank you for watching. <laughs>